because apparently the Order Knight Revenant wants me to go to Wolf's Lodge. Oh, you have brought me quite the headache. Or quite the opportunity. What exactly is the relationship of you and your comrade that he kidnapped? She was family. Whatever they're after is of that much of value to them. Perhaps we can lure out some of their forces, have them overextend, and when they do, be able to make our move. and welcome back to another episode of The Gate Chronicles. This is Chronicle 1, Chapter 75, and like Book 300 at this point. Why are there more books than chapters? Well, listen, I've kind of given up. You keep doing this, too. Yeah, but if I didn't do it, would it really be the awkward intro that everyone expects? it's not. It wouldn't be. That's true. Yeah. 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 Wait, did I say didn't do or if I did do? Who knows? It's awkward. It's good. It's good. Welcome to my brain, foundlings. Uh, but yeah, I'm your game master host and the uh, person who does all this, sh- all this stuff. All the things and stuff. Then I'm joined by my other player. Hi, I'm Quentin, and I play Charles Smoot, 57-year-old biology teacher born and raised in upstate New York. It's been far too long, it seems, like an eternity. Even though for you, it could literally be like minutes, depending on like how quickly you're listening to this and which order in succession. That could have been so much more awkward, but like you actually ended it. You should have kept rambling. That that's the order of awkward. Okay, anyway. So let's get started. Charles Smoot, fifty-eight-year-old biology teacher, seeker, and now a captive of the Red Kingdom. Originally tasked with destroying Wolf's Lodge, Charles now finds himself with conflicting tasks as a prisoner. The lives of his comrades now hang on the line. He must open the vault or possibly forfeit their lives. But with a surprising alliance and the rebellion on his side, Charles still has an ace up his sleeve. I do? I thought you did. Well, I mean, I have a phenomenal plan. Oh, oh, yeah? Do tell. Because, listen, you might be able to take the game out of the schemer, but you can't take the schemer out of the game. Wait, what? It's awkward and makes no sense, but if last I do recall, Charles Smoot was headed towards Wolf's Lodge. We were carrying supplies, if I'm not mistaken from the watercraft, which we took up river. The watercraft. It's called a boat. Okay, boats are a type of watercraft. Thank you very much. Well, you made it sound like super mysterious. It's just a boat. (laughs) We're carrying the supplies from the boat up the hill to the lodge. That sounds like a great thing to do, to bring your stuff up. But I don't think we're going to be starting with you bringing things up. We've already been there. We've done that. Yeah, you've already you've already been there. That you've was done like that last episode or two episodes ago. Yeah, how do you want to do this? Do you want time to pass? Or do you want to get your your like actual first day in? You tell me. Wasn't it three days on the river? It was three days. Charles would be raring and ready to go. He would be like taking names and giving commands. He would try and be the head honcho, and he would try and figure out in real time what's going on. He wouldn't lollygag. He's had enough time to mull things over. So in real time, so within the first 15 minutes, you're going to plan your escape, do it, and leave. Well, absolutely not, because that's not at all the plan, because that's a terrible plan. It's even, I dare say, a lack of a plan. Instead, Charles Smoot would have probably finished unloading the cargo that was brought up from the boat uh, and kind of gotten a lay of the land, looking at the number of guards, where they store their goods, what are the camping arrangements? Things I got of that you. Nature. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. So, Charles Smoot, upon your arrival, you noticed that as you traveled up this cliffside through the forest, you entered into this glen, which is the cliff that overlooks the waterfall. And here you can see a very large building. Wolf's Lodge itself is situated directly on the cliff overlooking that area, though you can't see beyond this lodge because of its size. 
It's a two-story log cabin. And there are several buildings that are surrounding this area, uh, which you determine is a smithy, a stable, and there's also what appears to be a sort of outhouse right nearby the main lodge. Facing directly in, if you were to look at this from a top-down map, the lodge itself is to the far right. So we're talking about on the east. And then the smithy is a little bit further to the west. And the stable is just further so, west. Now, what is the general type of encampment structure like? Is it just loose tents? Does it seem like the Red Guard are utilizing the lodge itself? Or have they made some sort of alternative structure? Any palisades or walls to make some kind of fort, even? Well, it does seem that when you were walking up the main path this way, that there were little pal- like palisades that were made. It's not full-on structures, but it looks like there are these little tiny barricades, as if in an attempt to prevent things from entering in and sneaking up on them. There are several guards that patrol this area in groups of two, but you do see that there are tents which are sprawled around this glen, mostly around this smithy area and somewhat closer to the stable, but still a a little distance away, probably about 20 feet away from the stable. But you can tell that they are situated to be further from the lodge itself. So it does not seem like they're actually utilizing the lodge itself. You do not see anybody Hmm. uh, going in or out of this lodge currently. In fact, you actually do hear the sound of digging off further actually to the west beyond the stables beyond your view sure sure so is that further like towards the direction of the forest then yeah it's closer to the forest you heard it when you were coming up the main path but you still couldn't see anything and it seems like it's probably behind the stables okay but you do see that there are higher cliff walls that are around this area where you see trees are being raised overhead as well but Overall, if you're looking at the lodge, the lodge is on its own kind of platform. And where do we end up uh, taking these supplies to? You take the supplies directly to the center of the camp, Hmm. right outside of the smithy, where you can see that nobody is actively working the forge, but there are things being kind of stored inside. Uh, It does seem to be raining a good bit in this area, although today it's a lighter rain, but the area is kind of sloshy and muddy. Overall, though, uh, when you're looking at the tents, which that's what the main structures are, there do seem to be some hastily built shelters and tents. And you can tell that as you're walking through here that the weather has not been necessarily kind to these soldiers. What season are we in? This is Apalor. This is basically your spring. spring. So we're headed, if not in, into the rainy season. Yeah, you get some cold temperature fronts occasionally, but it's been pretty rainy recently. Uh, Is... When we bring the supplies in, is there anyone who greets us? Any, like, change of command that takes place where the leader of the Red Guards that are carrying the supplies would interact with the leader of someone at this encampment? Because they said that they were relieving individuals of their duty. Yeah. So there were several individuals that actually, when you were docked, they made that exchange there. It doesn't seem like there is anybody that is being interacted with much here but you see a lot of these guards are sort of lounging about not really doing much so is this just like a free vacation a few of them just look at you one of them is just picking his teeth what's it to you oh well nothing i guess just uh, point me in the direction where things happen they look back and forth and then just sort of nod over towards the stable area where you heard the digging. You're looking to enter the dig sites over that way. And they look you up and down. Who are you? I'm Charles Smoot. Who are you? I don't have a name. Damn it. I broke the number one rule of RPGs. Don't ask disposable characters their names. You didn't tell me. You said you weren't going to ask anything. Have a good day, random guard. Thank you. So yeah, apparently uh, the smithy ain't where it's going on at. So I move my way onto the stable. Yeah, sure. So you make your way Actually, over. Wait, 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 wait. You're, yeah, sure. Just gave me a terribly wonderful idea. 
all of the guards are just lackadaisically lounging, and it doesn't seem as if anyone is in attendance to the smithy at this time? A large number of them, yeah. They just seem to be sort of lounging about. Can I peruse what's, like, at the smithy? Sure. You could. Okay. Uh, you want me to roll a perception or something? That would be a great thing for you to do. What was it? Why do you look so upset? <laughs> what is so upset with your spaghetti? First roll of the night. This bodes well. <laughs> is a, this going to be Finnevere's session? It's a total 14. Okay. So you see that these guards do not seem to care about you or the new people coming in who also seem to look around slightly confused at the lackadaisical manner in which the other guards are just acting. Very outside of the norm. But... You see this as an opportunity to take a look around, specifically at the smithy. And as you walk in, you see that it, being on the opposite side of the stables, it has a very nice vantage point of that area. But as you go in, you see that there is a dead forge, an anvil, and a table that it has some of the smithy's tools there. So you're just taking a generalized look around here. You see the anvil, which is stationed right at the like, right in front of the forge. It's overly large for this room. Sure. Interesting. Maybe it hides something. Maybe it does. Ooh. I'm assuming I don't get to know with a 14. You don't notice anything, really, that is significant to you currently? It's just a, just a dead smitty, man. No, nothing going on. Yeah. Clearly, nothing suspicious in this place. Nothing suspicious. Uh, I guess I'll continue to make my way over to the stables, as I first thought. Okay. So, you make your way to the stables. And you can see it is moderately sized. It doesn't seem like it houses a lot of animals. And certainly compared to the other seeker base, this place is small. You see that there is a small pen located on the west side, like even further. Everything's like just further away from the lodge for the most part. But you see this pen, which opens up slightly to the west. And you can kind of see beyond this stable what looks to be mounds of dirt, freshly churned dirt. Okay. Do um, I see this digging, which everyone has kind of referenced to? You could make a reception check. Total 24 for Charles Smooth. You certainly hear the sound of this digging. And it sounds to be probably several hundred feet away from you, a little bit deeper into the wood. But you see that there are also trees that have been felled recently. But you also hear the distinct sound of what seems like elk. How's Cerulean acting? You can see that his ears are pointed towards the direction of where you see this dirt. He seems curious, and if not a little trepidatious. Well, there's only one way to find out, boy. So Smoot begins guiding his elk over in that direction. Okay. You make your way past the stables, a little bit further into this wood. It is quite clear, as you step across this threshold of trees where this area is now cleared out into a new sort of glen, you see that there is a very large crater in the center of this area. But you also see what looks like excavation digs all around. You see very few guards working here, but those that are, you can see there are three elk in the area, and they seem to be strapped to wagons. And you can see some of these guards are actually shoveling and putting dirt into these wagons. Does anyone look of a higher station than any other individual, like a project site manager, someone overseeing the labor, or does it just seem like run-of-the-mill average Joes here? It seems like it's mostly run-of-the-mill average Joes at this location, but these guards look very downtrodden, and you can hear sort of them grumbling as if they don't want to be here, and you hear a few of them remarking how they wish they could at least be at the front lines instead of here. And since you're entering into a new era, you could roll a perception check. 26 total for Charles Smith. Wonderful. What, what exactly is at the, the center of this crater they're digging around? Can I get a good look at that? Sure. You look towards this crater and you see what appears to be an unnatural dark mark at the center of it. It could be blood, but with the weather, it should have washed away at this point. It looks like the earth was unnaturally scorched. You do notice that around this entire area, you catch glimpses of what looks like pieces of cloth that are caught in different trees and some of the brush. 
And you also notice that as you get a little bit closer at each of these locations where there are little excavation sites, you notice there seems to be some sort of markings, whether or not it's like on the trunk of a tree or on some of the lower rocky overhangs from the cliffs. Correct me if I'm wrong as well. Revenant tasked me to come here and locate the Seeker's vault. Yeah, he asked you to basically help them get in. Smooth would approach the workers. Damn this back-breaking work every day. I hate this place. Just give it. Yeah. You see this one younger fellow who's just sort of digging, and he seems to hit like a rock. He gets frustrated and throws his shovel in the ground. Seems to just play with his wrist for a moment. Do you know what you're looking for? He turns and looks towards you. Well, not necessarily, but Captain Leopold said we would know it when we see it. Sounds arbitrary and vague. Not really great for motivating individuals. Exactly. I'm glad at least someone understands. Uh, And where's this Captain Leopold now? He gestures his head back over towards the main area. Back at the launch, probably. I was just over there. I didn't see anyone who looked official or important. He's probably inside. Hates to get his hair wet. Oh, yes. Great. Send all your men out to do your work for you. (laughs) He chuckles and then looks at you. Who are you? Someone who doesn't mind getting their hands dirty. That's why I was sent here by Order Knight Revenant. He looks at you quizzically, looking you up and down again. You were sent by one of the Orders. Did I stutter? No. Indeed you did not. Um, how can I be of service to you? What are these markings along the ground? Uh, oh, um. He walks over to the one that is nearest to him, and he gestures to it. It, it looks like a carving in the rock face of the wall that he's near. It looks like it's the shape of a wolf's head. Uh, we just assume that these markings are indicating the possible locations of a vault or whatnot. Uh, there's, a, there's a map that had these also on it. I'm assuming it's keeping nice and dry like Leopold's hair in the in the lodge. Aye, it is. Can I roll a... Lore Seeker. I think that's an appropriate check to roll. I thought it might be. Hmm. Ooh. Let's roll the night thus far. It's warming up. The die is a little, you know, just shot. So we have a 28 total of Charles Smooth. Oh, excellent. That is a very good roll. Looking at this marking, you can tell that it was certainly carved by human hands. It's the symbol of Wolf's Lodge, obviously, and is certainly a marker, but... It's not marking the location of a vault entrance, but probably potential for expansion of the lodge. Can I utilize this knowledge to survey some of the other markings around this excavation site? Sure. Do all of the markings seem similar, as if it was just plotting out for expansion? You start looking at some of them, and as you look more at these You also realize, thinking back to the fact that Wolf's Lodge has always been close to an enemy territory, they probably expected some sort of invasion at some point, and these either are A, markers for expansion, or B, probably a way to cause a distraction. Does my lore seeker afford me any further information on why the earth may be scorched? at the center of this site. You have a strong suspicion that a relic anomaly occurred here. There was only a small handful of workers here, correct? There are like five. It's a very small crew that's working. Meanwhile, that you saw at least uh, 20 guards in total since you've arrived here, and you know there are probably more just doing their search. I look at a lot of them. All right, boys. There's a new sheriff in town. Pack it up. We're headed back to the lodge. What? You're wasting your time here. Don't make me repeat myself. What do you mean? We found a map and everything. Oh, you found a map. Did they teach you how to read it in cartography school? I didn't go to cartography. That's what I thought. Back to the lodge. You see some of these guards just look back and forth hesitantly, though the one that you had talked to originally, you see that he picks up his shovel sort of tosses it against his shoulder and gladly climbs out of the hole. And the others slowly follow after. They're starting to lead these elk back as well. I I, I mount Cerulean riding back 
the form of power asserting my, my authority here in the situation. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm just leading this crew of workers back to the lodge. Right. You make your way back to the lodge. You see as these guards take the elk uh, and they bring them back to the stable and remove their harnesses. They abandon the carts and don't even bother removing the dirt from them. But these guards are still looking at you a little quizzically as you are riding your elk back towards the main building. I'll stop to look at the workers. The ones that came back with you? Yeah, the ones that came back with me. Sure. You look at them. I would look to the set of presumably still confused guards. Yes, they're very confused. Order Knight Revenant sends his regards. This task has been deemed incredibly important, and he values efficiency and productivity above all else. Your previous station was a waste of resources. You'll be reallocated. Wait for me to delegate new tasks. You see, as they look confused still, they kind of whisper amongst themselves, but you see as this younger guard that you would interact with gives you a salute. I I look at the younger one. Keep all of them in line. Uh, Isa! At ease for now. I'll be back. What rank is he? Who is this man? (laughs) I am the man who demands respect and authority. That is who I am. Uh, Yeah, and I I just uh, start making my way to uh, the lodge. Now, you make your way towards the lodge, riding your elk still. You see as several of these soldiers hearing you shouting to other guards, they look at you in confusion. They stand up and watch you as you ride between them on your elk. Two of them seem to step in front of you right before you approach towards the lodge. Holt, who are you? Charles Smoot, an envoy sent by Order Knight Revenant. If that name means anything to you, which it should, you will stand aside. Roland Intimidate. 18, Charles Smoot's Intimidate. Big man on a big elk, using a big name. And what proof of you? You are who you say you are. Do I have any? He didn't give me, like, a decree or anything. No, he didn't. Would this sword cleaving you at the kneecaps be enough proof? So they would have to react to the first part of your intimidate, right? I think so. Okay. I don't mind getting into micro combat, beating up these two guards. I was not given any paperwork or no, like no, insignia, no, no. I mean, emblem. I mean, your Serapius did tell you he would try and catch up with you. Yes, yeah, Serapius did. You attempt to threaten these guards into standing down since you're here under the Order Knight's orders. They asked for proof. And your only proof offered was, I kill you. Yeah, pretty much. They take offense to this, and you see as they ready their weapons, though as hastily as they try to draw them out, you see that they're shaky as if they have not been prepared for any sort of battle. But you can hear as a voice behind them, You may put away your weapons. This man is sent here by Order Knight Revenant. We have been expecting you though you seem to be a bit early they look back and you see that there is this man standing at the top of the steps that lead up to the lodge itself he looks like somebody who's in his mid-40s wearing a dark uniform whippersnapper i know there's all these like young whippersnappers in charge you're technically aged yeah i am aged you're aged But you see this man is wearing a dark uniform that has this red trim, which, you know, for the Red Kingdom, it signifies their rank. And you see a side of familiar sort of saber that you remember a certain other officer using. It seems like this is like a rank weapon. But you see that he also has a diagonal scar across his face, and he has dark hair and just like a scruffy beard that he appears to be just currently shaving down. You see, though, as the men turn, saluting this man, and they release their hands from their weapons. Come now. Uh, What was your name? Charles. Charles Smoot. You must dismount your elk. Come forth. Is he, like, standing on the stairs of the lodge? Yeah, he's all the way at the top. I ride my elk all the way up to the base of the steps, and I'm assuming I'm, like, almost at eye level with him at the top of the stairs. Yeah. 
just like to make him understand we're on the same level and just look at him for a, a few seconds too long for it to be uncomfortable and then I dismount you see as he seems unintimidated and unbothered by your demeanor and he just seems to clean off his razor so you're the one they have sent to help us get into the vault are you ready to start digging why would I be digging? It's a complete and utter waste of time. I already examined the excavation site. There's nothing worth value there. Very strange, seeing that we have a map indicating otherwise. Oh, that's interesting. You've spent time with the Seekers and know their constructory habits. And what, pray tell, is your experience? I am one. Um, you do hear that there's a murmur that goes amongst the guards, and you can see a number of them have gathered at the base of the stairs. <laughs> That is preposterous. Why would a seeker be here of all places? Not all seekers seek the same thing. I suppose that's true. They are seekers, after all. You think John Xavier is the only seeker in the palm of the Red Kingdom? You think only the bishop knows how to make affiliations? He tilts his head. What are you talking about? What about the other bishop? Who is this other fellow? Neither here nor there. The point is, is that I am a gold rank seeker. Ranked probably within the top 10%. Your gold? They can't disprove that. So you need to roll your deception. He feels like he's gold. It's an 18. You can see he looks at you a little dubiously. What can I for your secret ranks? Come on inside then. Very well. Trust me, we'll follow. You can go ahead and roll a perception check as you enter into the lodge. 27 total. You enter into the building and you can tell that the interior has been ransacked in the Red Guards' effort to try and locate the entrance into the vault. It's apparent they have no idea what they're looking for or how Seekers work in general. You see there are shattered chests, broken plates, there's scattered paper that litters the entryway, and there's even a taxidermy like, dire bear that's just tipped over at the front entrance. But you see that the path that this man takes... The man you assume is Captain Leopold. It's clear. And he walks over to a table where you can see he has all of his things set up. So, Seeker, tell me, is it true what they say about you and your kind that you're cursed? And you can see this smile playing at his lips as if he seems to be poking a bit of fun. Anyone who dwells too long in the forest is cursed. Ah, Seeker. Best not tell my men that, seeing that they are a superstitious bunch, while I myself do not believe in such things. What type of wood are we in? We're only in light wood, correct? You are in mild wood. <laughs> this isn't the forest. If you've ever seen the forest, you would know that. We are in the woods, no? This is a forest. Not that it matters. You see, my men believe this place is haunted by those who were felled here. But of course, that is purely nonsense. He seems to pull out a piece of paper, um, this parchment that he unfurls, and you can see that it does appear to be a map, which has these markings all over it, and particularly in the area that you were in previously. And they seem to correlate to the dig sites. All right, well, then I guess I will just be rolling another Seeker lore in order to decipher because my assumption is while in part this may genuinely be a map of potential expansion, I also know that the Seekers love their puzzles and their clues, so there may be some sort of nested hint as to the location of where the vault really lies. Sure. 29 total for Charles Smith. So, looking at the map itself, you can definitely tell that it's a pure distraction for anybody that would try to find things the Seekers don't want found. You don't necessarily see any puzzle behind this, but you can tell that it was probably purposefully left behind. But you take a look around, and this is going to be included with your other role earlier, but as you were just looking around, you see that over the mantle... There's this portrait of a rough-looking man 
with graying hair. And he seems to be leaning by a window which overlooks a waterfall and he seems to be holding a seeker's badge that has a silverish color to it. And you get a sense that this is familiar. And you look around, looking at the map overall, and you can see that the entirety of the area is certainly mapped out. You see the lodge, like the main building circle, and then over on the side you see where they're the dig site is and you also see off to the farther east east of the lodge is that waterfall area and the lake that it feeds into is the am i able to deduce if the coloration of the seeker emblem in the man's hand is important as if a specific one is needed as a key or is it just that he has a seeker emblem so you could um, roll a seeker lore if sure. you'd like to recall some information about it. Yeah. Shouldn't be a difficult check since you are... Pretty basic thing. Yeah. Yeah. 19 total? It's silverish in color. Um, overall... Is it indicating his rank? It does seem to be an indicator of rank. Well, I'm, I am a silver tier seeker at the yes. very least. I was bluffing about being gold because mm-hmm. I wanted to be more important. It seems silver-ish in color, but... From what you can tell, you can't necessarily recall which rank it belongs to. Okay. Fair enough. Although there are and everything does go by name, but mm-hmm. if you the player can remember the um names, you can get it, but otherwise I can't give it to you. Well there's are you talking about the I know what the tiers were. Yeah. There was bronze, silver, gold, platinum diamond? There was no diamond. There was no diamond, it was just platinum? Yeah. Okay, is, is this a platinum emblem then? It does appear to be. More platinum? Okay. More so platinum. It, so it is probably presumably the guild leader's badge. Mm-hmm. Um, it does look like the Wolf Lodge's guardian. Okay. I don't know if he's bad. Well, it is a vault, which they aren't called guardians for nothing. They're supposed to be guarding vaults. I don't know if I would need his badge specifically to unlock it. It's kind of cringe. You said he's looking out... Is he pointing his relic in the direction of the waterfall where he's staring out towards? You can see that his, the hand that he's holding it in, he sort of turned his head towards the waterfall overall. It doesn't look like he's holding the badge out in that direction. Okay. But you can see that it is present and obvious in his hand. Okay. It could just be a hint that you need a seeker badge to unlock the vault. That's fine. After... Analyzing the room in general, Charles Smoot will stare down at the map, scratching his head. Well, they're certainly not wrong. This does look like excavation site schematics, as far as secrets are concerned. It is possible that something was buried here. If I might ask, then, why out of solid two dozen men do you only have five on site digging? You can see that his face just twitches. He seems to be irritated by this question. It is difficult to get people motivated when there is little to go on and no results after so much time. When did Wolf's Lodge fall? It's been a few months. Okay, two to three months of digging. I guess I can get a little more annoying. According to them, there is something about this place that weighs heavily on you. Especially after that man blew himself to smithereens. My men have not been the same since. Ha! <laughs> uh, so that's what happened. You fools tried dabbling with relics, did you? What are you talking about? My men did not do this thing. And there are no relics here to be found. Well, let me tell you. That's the only way that that scorch mark was formed. I'm aware of your secret trickeries. And as I said, it wasn't us. He seems to gesture up towards the picture on the mantle behind you. That bastard was the one who did it. Took eight of my men with him. Sounds about right. Seekers can be tenacious. So what say you, you tricky little seeker? Do you think his ghost is still roaming about this place? So far, my men won't even come near it because they think that he has cursed it. Ghosts are remnants with souls, with unfinished business. And I can tell you that this man probably is not done with you. Seekers are wily. They're liable to lay traps. 
No individual should be digging by themselves. We should probably have one individual digging and another individual monitoring just to make sure that there isn't anything liable to go off. You could stumble into landmines with a shovel, tripwires, anything. If it's this valuable, which trust me, the contents of a vault are, it will not be left unguarded. This man will mess with you till the day you die. <laughs> Reach me from beyond the grave, will he? I would love to see him try. He's certainly trying to. Let's see if he succeeds. I have been here for months, and I am fine. Easy to say while holed up in your nice dry cabin. He slams his hand on the table. I will not tolerate your insult, seeker. Watch your tongue. All I'm saying is the commander's presence is morale-lifting enough if he is truly there with his men. And did I ask for your opinion? No, I did not. But Revenant did. Because clearly, the productivity of this operation has come into question. And yet, Revenant is not here. Yet. You can see there's this glower that he gives you. <laughs> what do you think happens when I open the vault? That is if you can find it. And if you help facilitate the operation, then we can share in the credit. But if you are a hindrance, I can also voice that as well. When Revenant gets here. And I can cut you like a pig. This garrison is under my command. Don't you forget that. And I am but a humble servant, giving an honest opinion. <laughs> Set up tarps in the excavation site. The rain is making uncomfortable working conditions for the men. It's also going to turn the ground into slop. The runoff's going to slide back down into the pits. You need project managers to oversee the excavation to make sure that no one falls into any traps. We need to routinely go through each dig site to make sure it's properly cleared out. As of now, it seems like you're digging at random, hoping you strike something. He... he seems to chuckle a little bit. I am very well aware of what we need, Seeker. Tops will do no good at this point. They are rotten through. And we're still awaiting the next shipment of supplies. What we've received is not enough. What more do you need? He gives you a very brief list of supplies. Things that he definitely doesn't need. But he wants, obviously. Very well. Perhaps a compromise then. While you wait on supplies to further the expedition, I will survey the site and manage the dig operations personally. Make sure that... The most efficient use of everyone's time is being utilized. And you can stay here, strategize, and manage your men as you seem fit. <laughs> you have no authority here. Only that which you give me. But if any leniency is provided and we are able to expedite the excavation, it would look favorably to you and your wise leadership. Full diplomacy. My worst skill. My not great role. A 14 total. You're looking for power here, Seeker, and you will not get it. Go ahead, take your look around this camp. But be warned, I will be keeping my eye on you, and so will my men. Very well. And where shall I stay in the evenings? I'm assuming there's plenty of room and board, as all of your men are. Terrified of the prospect of the haunted lodge. Would it be fine if I take my pick? And have you slit my throat while I sleep? I dare say not. You can sleep in the stables. Very well. You can have your pick of the stalls amongst the elk. <laughs> he chuckles as he sort of walks over to a shelf where you can see there is brandy and other beverages he has pulled out. I, I take my leave. And some time passes as you kind of like have made your, you've had this conversation. You make your way over to the stables with your elk, I'm assuming at this point. So the stables was a fairly decent vantage point? Smithy and the stables sort of have a vantage point of each other. Uh, of each other specifically, okay. Where would I have to go to get a better look at the waterfall? As I do not know where it is. So you can hear the waterfall actually right uh, like when you go outside, you can kind of hear it. But if you go around the backside of the lodge, there's not much space. There's actually the lodge itself almost sits right on the edge of the cliff. Mm -hmm. 
overlooking the waterfall, so you can see it from there. So you you could see it probably easily from inside if you're on the upper story. So clarifying, yeah, is the lodge on a cliff above a waterfall? Yes. Well, it's not above it. It's situated a little bit lower, but it, you can easily see it. They're almost at the same height. Where where's the waterfall in relation to the lodge? Is it like across away? It is a solid like 500 feet. Okay. A, a brief walk away. Are there trees nearby or are we is it situated inside the glen? It w- is what situated the, the waterfall. The waterfall is because of the way the water like because of where the actual lodge is situated, situated on a higher cliff. Mm-hmm. The waterfall is off, like jettisoned off to the right on its own wall, its own cliffside, if that makes sense. Sure. How close to the waterfall is the forest, if at all? So the forest surrounds the entirety of this clearing overall, but the trees are probably about 20 to 60 feet away from the water at any given point. The cliffside itself does not have much uh, foliage there beyond moss and some shrubbery that is clinging desperately onto the rocks. But you can see that this waterfall feeds into the lake below. Okay. You can roll a perception check if you would like. Sure, from a distance. I don't want to go up and examine it, Mm -hmm. as I don't want to draw any attention to myself as of yet. And it seems as if this waterfall is in clear sight of the lodge, where the captain very explicitly said he was going to be keeping an eye on me from. Sure. 20 total for Charles Smooth. You feel as though you are going to get a much better vantage from up on the second story of the lodge. From where you are standing, you can see that the, if you're facing the lodge, to the leftmost side, there is another cliff face, and the lodge is probably about 30 feet away from that wall. What type of roof does the lodge have? It's triangular. Okay. It's cabled. Oh, okay. You said I walked kind of around behind the lodge, didn't you? It, it's probably like um, wood slate. Sure. Um, you said I walked around behind the lodge. Am I no longer within view? You said you didn't walk around behind the lodge because you were worried about being visible. Sure. Um, so I'm imagining that you walked just slightly to the side to peek around the corner. That's what I've imagined. Is that what you have been doing or would you go further? Can I roll a perception check to see who, if anyone, is currently observing me? You may. I would include it with the other perception. Um, It was a 20. Yeah. Again, you walked out of the building and it seemed as if nobody was really paying you much attention. Some of them are looking at your elk specifically, but they're not looking at you much. You might have like a few wandering eyes here and there, but it's really hard to tell because there are a lot of tents and you don't know who's in which tent. I'm going to try and stealth around the corner to go undetected. A stealth check. Go ahead. 17. Okay. Given distance and poor weather conditions. You try to walk nonchalantly around the side of the building. Nobody seems to say anything to you. I'd like to try and scale the outside of the lodge to get onto the roof. It's made, it is a wood lodge, so I would assume it's made out of logs and would have, to some degree, some natural footholds. It's not an entirely smooth surface, so I figured it would be climbable. And athletics is Charles Smooth's best skill. What is your role? I got a total 33 for Charles oh, Smooth. Absolutely. Charles Smooth. Like a monkey. You flex your muscles just a little bit, grabbing onto the wood to see where the grips would be and you just feel the perfect slots you literally just begin climbing this wall like you're spider-man oh it's sam raimi's spider-man when he's up against the brick wall so you climb up this building and it's a good like 40 feet in the air and then you finally climb onto the roof it's a little slick up here so you have to be careful about how you walk so you'll be moving at half speed sure very cautiously Charles Smoot will just attempt to situate himself in the most stable position that he can and attempt to, while he's up here, and no one in particular is capable of observing him, he's going to pull out that one strange triangular artifact. Okay. To see where it points, Carl. You open the artifact, and you see as the beam emits from it, and it seems... Like the beam is pointing 
to your west side. So not at all in the direction of the waterfall? No. I very quickly close that. Okay. Because it kind of like points towards your chest and then begins to like beam through you. So yeah, you close that. Oh, that's certainly not it. Taija's west. Yeah? Yes. Cool. Trust me to take another glance over at the waterfall. See if he sees anything else with his new vantage point. Roll a perception check. 23 total for Charles Smith. You see the valley where the lake is. You see the treacherous cliffside that is the waterfall itself. It seems dangerous and deadly for anyone to climb down. And it seems strange that this lodge would be located in a place such as this, where their backsides are quite literally to a wall. As you're peering over the roof and kind of trying to look over the side of the cliff to see if there's anything at the sheer drop below the lodge itself, you see a structure that sort of is sticking out a little bit, but it's impossible to make out what it is from where you are. But something seems different about it. Sticking out from where? The cliffside that the lodge is situated on? Something seems to be sticking out from that side but you can't really see exactly what it is. It could be collapsed rocks or something like that, but you can't tell. But it seems to stand out to you. Charles Smoot will scale his way back down the lodge. Okay. And then attempt to regroup with some of the guards. Okay. Kind of making an announcement, almost. Okay. Uh, trying, Trying to garner some of their attention. Sure. So you walk back over to the tent area where you see some of the guards are sort of lounging again. And you see the younger guard who is now by a fireplace seeming to warm himself, trying trying to dry off some of his clothing. Do any of them seem like none of them seem eager or anxious to work, do they? Most of them seem miserable and wet. Mm. You can see that all of the tents are just damp and everything looks mildly uncomfortable some people you can tell are actually taking shelter inside of the smithy but a lot of them are very hesitant to even use any of the structures that were built by the seekers in general the guards here all are relatively young and don't seem battle-worn they seem like they were selected to be the most able-bodied and fit some of them actually kind of remind you of like uh, of, like, farm boys. Uh, Charles Smoot has a slight rapport with some of the individuals here, so he would go up to the campfire where the uh, young man is currently warming himself uh, and strike up a conversation with the individuals in the area. So, do you just choose to sleep out in the rain, or is Captain Leopold that much of a dick? Well, no, it's probably safer than going inside. Is there anyone else besides him around? No, there's other people. Who ransacked the place, then? Or did you... Crash it and then run out of fear. Oh, there was some of the other guards. And then, well, something happened inside, so... And you see that there's this great hesitance in his words before he says anything else. Some some people think there's a ghost that lives here. Or at least the ghost of some of the Seekers. Uh, what happened inside? I don't know all the details. I know a few people, though, got seriously injured soon after this man's death. And, well... You know what happened to the dig site, right? Not in the lodge. Wait, yeah, but aren't Seekers cursed or something? They they can do things, like tapping into the ether and whatnot. How do you expect to beat an enemy that you fear even after death? You don't? So before you can conquer them, conquer your fears. The only thing that's worse for your your sanity, it's not the ghosts. It's the terrible sleeping conditions. Make your way in the lodge and get comfortable. There is no threat. The, this smaller group kind of looks back and forth. It's dangerous, sir. How so? Well, the bear statue fell on Stalin. So he knocked over a statue? No, he didn't knock it over. It fell on him. <laughs> <laughs> and then two of the guys who were in that place when they were ransacking it fell in and they died of some sort of disease sleeping in the rain can give you pneumonia which is an upper respiratory failure where you will cease to be able to breathe 
pneumonia. Is he always that? I don't know. I think he's a seeker. Oh, damn. <laughs> Take shelter somewhere comfortable for the evening. For tomorrow, we need to go back to the dig site. Order Knight Revenant will be here personally. As soon as this vault is found and opened, the Red King himself has great plans for the contents of this vault. Do you want to be known as the man that hindered or helped those endeavors? Roll of diplomacy. 18. There's a murmur that kind of goes through the group, and they seem a little bit more bolstered, though still quite hesitant about going inside the lodge. You do see a few more sort of making their way into the smithy and some even maneuvering their way over towards the stable. What time of day is it? Um, at this point, I would say you've had some time here. You've been walking around. You did a lot of observation to kind of learn about your surroundings. And it's starting to become evening. Trollsmoot is going to hit the hay early. Okay. With the intent of waking up well before sunrise. He wants to wake up like in the like dead of night, like 3 or 4 a.m. Okay. So you make your way over to this table and you go inside. Yeah. Roll a perception check. Ooh! Knows what I could find. Nothing. M knows what I find and it's nothing. Oh, 15 total. <laughs> oh, you find nothing. nothing. There's uh, hay no. and L. Uh, you walk in and you do see that there are the three blue fan elk here as well as two Aquinthians, all situated in their stalls. You aren't really taking a close look around the surroundings, though, because it's dark, and also you're trying to... You have a goal. You want to get to bed early. So, you find a nice bale of hay away from some of the other Red Guard, and you fall asleep. Or at least, you begin to fall asleep. But a little voice in your head has something... He's dying to say. Charles, are you awake? No. That's why you're talking to me. No. It used to be the only time you talked to me. You were busy. That is strangely considerate of you. We have something to discuss, Charles. Is it how you got your ass kicked by Revenant? What happened to our agreement? I upheld it. I let you go after him. You lost. We need the bloodkin, Charles. Why are you colluding with it? I'm sorry. Were you under the assumption that you could take him in a fight? One-on-one? -on -one? Because that turned out real great last time, didn't it? You can feel that the entity within you, Selrak, blisters a little bit at that. Then how do we kill him next time? I want the bloodkin, Charles. We need it. First thing first, I think it helps that our goals align now. Originally, you wanted the Bloodkin for yourself. I want the Bloodkin. And I had absolutely no investment. But now, he has something dear to me as well. I can feel your gears turning, Charles. You're thinking too much. And you don't think enough, all right? Some things take deep forethought and contemplation. And sometimes you just need to hit things with a stick. But we tried hitting it with a stick, and it didn't work out very well. By the way, you're talking out loud during some of this conversation, because he's this interaction is happening while well, yeah, you are yeah, conscious. I, I, I'm aware. <laughs> so it's just like, hey, buddy, are you okay? Do I look okay? Nope, never mind, never mind. You need to be more careful, Charles. Previously. On the Gate Chronicles. You have only been granted control when you could steal it, or when I relinquished it. This time, we shall embrace it together as a sole goal, killing Order Knight Revenant. Yes, Charles. You can feel this surge of excitement within you. But that takes time. We are luring him here, setting a trap so that he may be ambushed, he may be weakened, so that he will bow before us. We will take what is ours. Yes, yes. Until then, be patient, but eager with anticipation. Very well. Good night, Charles. Good night, Salrak. <laughs> There's this very odd sensation of 
something is pleased, but also at the same time very uncomfortable with the interaction that just happened. Charles Moot is going to wake up bright and early in the morning, make his way over the cliff face uh, where the lodge is situated. Perfect. So you make your way over there. Um, How tall is the cliff, roughly? Several hundred feet. I think several hundred? Yeah. So 50 feet of rope definitely isn't going to cut it. No, but you could find multiple 50 feet of rope and tie it together and hope you don't die. Would. And you tie knots and your knots have to be knotted. Well, or every 50 feet you smash in a piton. Yeah. Charles Smith will try and make his way stealthily around camp looking for remnants of rope that may have been left behind for him to utilize. Okay. You begin searching around the camp for this extra rope and you find some. Uh, you're going to roll a perception check uh, to determine which rope is good and which rope is not good. Technically, that would be survival, but they're both um, wisdoms. Zero. Critical fail for a total of 14. You find lots of rope. Oh, that's great. Wonderful. All of it's good rope. All too. of this it's really, so, it's so, this really it's so nice. good rope. All right, great. Well, Charles Smoot will um, take all of this wonderful rope that could not possibly have any issues with it and make his way over to the cliff face, which the lodge is situated on. Okay. You begin making your way over to this cliff with a lot of this rope. Please roll your stealth as you are making your way through this camp. 22 for Charles Smoot's stealth. Charles Smoot. You make your way through this camp. It doesn't seem like you've disturbed anybody as far as you can tell. You do know that there are uh, several guards that are supposed to be patrolling the area. You haven't seen them. You're pretty sure it's one of the guys that's sleeping currently. Nice. Very classy. You have your rope. You have your cliff face. Huzzah. Huzzah. What are you trying to do? Uh, he, I guess he would attempt to fasten all of the rope together, and then, honestly, because the lodge is so close to the cliff, he would just fasten the rope to the lodge directly. Okay, roll. you're going to roll your survival for your not tying. Sure, why not now? Uh, natural 20 for a total of 33. This is the best knot you've ever done. You even add, like, a little shape at the end oh, of it. Oh, yeah, a little flourish, you know. A little flourish, yeah. Uh, and Charles Smoot will begin to repel down the cliff face utilizing the rope okay so he begins climbing down so how many pitons do you have and whatnot um actually wait no you're right i wouldn't be hammering anything in because i don't want to make loud noises what charles would probably do is he would just fasten one end of the rope to the lodge and the other end of the rope to himself making a makeshift harness so that if he ever slips the rope will catch him but he has no intent of actually nailing the rope like securing the rope into the cliff face He's going to be mostly doing the climbing. This is just a safety measure to make sure that if he falls, there might be something that catches. How much rope do you use for that? Um, less than the cliff is tall. Probably around about like 200 feet. Okay. So you need to roll your climb since you are climbing down manually. This um, is going to be very interesting. Will it now, GM? Yeah. Charles Smooth, a master in athletics. It was a 35 for his climb. You can tell that as you're climbing, you're basically scaling this cliff, anybody who was less skilled, even by a little bit, would probably fall to their death. It is slick, and you can sometimes even feel your own grip, um, like, slipping off of some rocks because of the spray from this massive waterfall. You are climbing down. You see that there is moss along these walls. It is absolutely a death trap. It is going to take you some time to climb this. Um, I'm going to require two more climb checks from you. Probably not going to be as good as the last one, but hopefully they're not abysmally low. It's not abysmally low. That's a 30. You lose your footing and you do feel yourself slip. So Charles Smoot, uh, you begin to fall and you manage to attempt to grab an edge, but you feel your fingers kind of slip through, but you do slow your descent until finally you reach the bottom of this cliff and you feel the rope kind of like snaps really quickly. It doesn't break, but it just snaps and you feel the weight of your body kind of bounce with it. You take 40 points of bludgeoning damage. (coughs) After recomposing himself, Charles Smoot would get up and begin to investigate whatever this outcropping from the cliffside is. Okay. You get up, you begin hobbling after you untie yourself from your little harness that you've created. You hobble your way across the land, and you see there is this sort of 
collapsed archway that is situated almost directly under the lodge itself, but is against this cliff face at the base. Charles Smoot will pull out his seeker badge and approach. You walk over to this area. You can roll a perception check. 25 for Charles Smoot. As you approach this collapsed archway, you can see that amidst the rubble, if you weren't looking very carefully, you would have mistaken what appears to be the broken pieces of a wolf statue as just part of the rubble. But you see what appears to be an ear and also this snout of this wolf sort of protruding out from under the rubble. And you can see that the mouth is open, almost as if it was supposed to be holding something. Charles Smith will place his seeker badge inside the mouth of the wolf. Okay. You place your badge there. It seems like it is a perfect fit, but nothing happens. Uh, okay, I understand. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. What's wrong? Well, okay, what... Can I roll a seeker lore to confirm my suspicion? Sure. My suspicion is, is that the vault only opens if you are a platinum tier seeker, because that is what the guardian wants. 20 total for Charles Smoot. You have a sneaking suspicion that you are not a high enough rank to activate whatever this wolf is. Judging by the fact that at Lamb's Respite, Eden is always present there, and all of the areas that you're able to access are because of your Seeker's badge. You do assume that the presence of a guardian, or even perhaps their badge, is required for some things to be activated. It's almost like a permission slip for everybody. What did the Wolf's Lodge Seeker badge look like? Because I know that... It's the same oh, as it's, yours. It's, the same crow? it's a seeker's badge. It's always going to be a crow. It's the color of the crow that matters. Uh, Charles Smoot would like to attempt to navigate his way back up to Wolf's Lodge without having to scale the cliff. It is a several hour trek walking up the path from where you were at the dock. This is not too much farther, so you can kind of make your way back guesstimating things. So go ahead and roll your survival. It shouldn't be a hard check. And Charles Smith would be doing this with a uh, modicum of expediency, wanting to hustle, because I would imagine that when we were carrying the cargo, we were doing it rather lackadaisically and at a slower pace. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get there quickly. Yeah. Uh, total 24 for Charles Smith. As you begin making your way back towards the lodge, you hear a familiar voice. So, why are you down here, Charles? It sounds like Seraphius. A Seraphius? Uh, is he accompanied by anyone? You see as he approaches towards you as you are along the same path that he is currently walking up. He doesn't seem to be accompanied by anyone. Charles will go up and give Seraphius a hug. Oh, uh, he seems surprised, slightly uncomfortable, but relaxes a little bit and kind of gives you a pat. Oh, thank God. I thought it was actually someone scary. You look pretty worse for wear. What happened to you? Oh, you know, just a casual swan dive off a hundred-foot cliff. What? Yeah, you don't do that on Tuesdays. You're insane. First you're the... You jump into a Coliseum pit, now you're diving off cliff signs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I need to get my adrenaline rush in. Right. You have a bit of a scrape there. You might want to clean that up. So, any luck? He says this as he's walking with you. Well, I've been here for, like, not even 24 hours. I don't know. You're a seeker, so I assume you might have more information than I do. So... Yeah, absolutely. I already found the vault. You did? Of course. I just got here. Yeah. Okay, and? You're slow. <sighs> I'm a seeker. What did you expect? Well, I guess you do find things. The problem is, we need a key, but I know where to look. We're seekers. We find things. Well, I guess I'll help you get looking then. And that is where we're going to end this week's episode of The Gage Chronicles. Thank you, Foundlings, for listening to this week's episode. We hope that you enjoyed and that you'll continue to stick around as we continue on this journey. It seems almost as if we're getting close to the end of something. Of something. 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 Not something quite definitely. the story, but something. Now, if you're listening to this episode and you're wondering, why are all the episodes a little bit slower? Well, guys, listen, life is tough. We've got a lot going on. We're going to have to do a brief, potentially brief, change in our release schedule. We're going to be releasing, quite literally, just 
bi-weekly, twice a month, period, for the time being, until we get our schedule back in order. Because we have life changes, new cat, jobs, life is stressful. The whole kit and caboodle. The whole kit and caboodle. And these episodes take a lot of time to edit. So continue to stick around with us. We hope that you enjoy the story. And we are doing our best to keep the quality up as high as possible. We want to give a big thank you and shout out to Michael Gelfi of Michael Gelfi Studios, Monument Studios, Epidemic Sounds, Artlist, and all the other various artists that we use. Those links are on the description below. So go ahead and click those links, follow those people, and um, yeah, use their music and ambiance in your sessions. All right, foundlings, that's it from us. We'll see you next, next, next week on The Gate Chronicles. Next, 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 next week. Yeah. Woo! It's getting worse. Getting worse. Bye. Oh, we'll see you then. Oh, bye.